Kia ora tato, welcome back to another episode of Ngahere Talks. It's pretty choice this week to have a, one of the bros come back who a couple of years ago, pre-COVID and kind of pre-e-commerce booming in Aotearoa, we sat down and had a mean chat about e-commerce and the e-commerce epiphany. Um, everyone's favourite Aotearoa, Māori, e-commerce, Indigenous, change-making entrepreneur, Travis O'Keefe. Kia ora hoa. Welcome back. I'm good, bro. How's it over in um, sunny Perth? Yeah, it's nice over here, eh? It's beautiful, beautiful. It's cold. It's yeah. cold, but um, cold. yeah, it's cold, but it's, at least it's not raining like New Zealand, you know? So, but it's a desert. So it's a lovely spot. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing over in Perth? What What took you over there? She's uh, a long story, but I came over to expand our business, which is Kahal, yep. you hear about it later on, a program, and um, whilst over here, I came over in that gap, in, in the um, COVID, there was a gap, New Zealand opened its borders between Aussie, mm. I, I saw my chance, I went gapped for it, it. <laughs> like, a, like an excellent entrepreneur, I gapped it, and the only problem is, uh, then just in the shut the border, yeah. and I've been home since, wow. I got locked out, Oh wow. so that's what happened. It's yeah. lucky to have you, bro. But welcome back, welcome back to the show. Just a quick, um, quick. Why don't you just do a quick introduction for those that might not have um, met you or heard about you before? Yeah, sweet. Um, kia ora everyone. I'm Travis O'Keefe. I'm Nati Kunui from the East Cape of um, the North Island of New Zealand. Uh, my background is entrepreneurship. I've had 30 years in entrepreneurship, a wide range of industries, uh, a wide range of um, Skills, largely a business coach, um, more recently doing um, improving the lives of 10 million indigenous people via e-commerce. Um, yeah, that's a little bit of background. And if you listen to the last series, um, which is called the e-commerce epiphany, I studied 24 e-commerce gurus and I noticed they had were doing similar things in their strategy and their business plan and their marketing tactics. I took those things, I created a business that generated seven figures, and then I shared all those hacks and tips on that last podcast series. And yeah, and yeah, a lot mate. happened since we're gonna, then. We're going to unpack that a little bit more soon. But I want to just like, okay. question for you, Travis, like why e-commerce? Like why e-commerce and why e-commerce for our people? Uh, well, me personally, I've, I've got a curiosity around e-commerce. I had a curiosity. I went and I learned some stuff. I had a business entrepreneurial background. And as I went and I saw what the e-commerce guys were doing, which are largely a lot younger than me, and I was just like so impressed with the innovative processes and approaches that they were using. And I could understand the value of them because I came from a more traditional business background. Mm. And just seeing what they were creating, I was like, wow, this is amazing. And so that took me down the rabbit hole and I became, you know, like a um, stalker. <laughs> I stalked everything, learn as much as I can. Yeah. Good. And yeah, that's why I got into it and how I went down and why for our people, um, it's an excellent way for us to overcome many of the barriers that prevent us from um, entrepreneurship and business. For mm. example, e-commerce is a lot um, lower entry point. If you compare it to, Another approach like franchising, so using Subway sandwiches um, as an example, you would pay approximately $250,000 to get a franchise license, set up the store and so forth mm. to get start earning your own business. 
versus e-commerce, you can get started probably for as low as around, like you do it for free, but generally it's about 5K would be the amount that you'd need. And so that's, when you compare those two things, it's lower cost entry. Yeah. Yeah. And and other things, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I 100% agree with that. That's why we, one of the core, I guess, drivers behind Cornet as well, um, our e-commerce store, um, and the way that we collaborate in order to make that happen. Um, But like, we were having a little chat before about how, uh, e-commerce can help us, I guess, drive towards the dreams that we have for our lives, um, economic prosperity, chucking a side hustle on yeah. and making that oh, your main yeah. hustle. Yeah. 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 Um, speak to me a little bit about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the word that summarises it for me is tinoranga tiratanga, which means self-determination. Mm. And how I see it is um, e-commerce enables you to have economic independence and freedom, which brings you the ability to choose your own path. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can earn your own revenue streams, um, rather than just being a slave, sorry, employee yeah. for someone else. And, yeah. um, you know, yeah, and that's tinoranga tiratanga, that's self-determination. Mm-hmm. This is just economic um, self-determination. So that's, I think, the word that encompasses why people should do it. Yeah. It's beautiful, eh? Yeah. And we see so many people use e-commerce as a great, like, a side hustle next to their full-time job or part-time job or working around their whanau. Um, it's just so flexible and there's so much opportunity in there to, to do things. How you want to do it, when you want to do it. Oh, yeah. It's a huge opportunity. Yeah. So many of our students have achieved amazing stuff, eh? Yeah. Yeah, some have gone on to seven figures, you know, it's, that's, and that's coming back into their family and stuff. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, mean. All right, we're going to talk about Kahal real soon, but let's do like a quick summary eh, on our, our previous podcast uh, series. It was a five-episode series that we did. It's really it's really awesome. It's like some of the most listened um, podcast episodes in, in our podcast anyway. So people are de- cool. definitely loving it. Um, I think yeah. it would have been like 2019 maybe even or 2020 uh, that we did know, it. Um, it has been a while, man, but it was five parts. It's pre-COVID. <laughs> Who would have, we were on the money then, eh? We knew. We knew that COVID was coming and that e-commerce was going to be the thing that was going to save us. Um, yeah. It definitely drove me to kind of make a really decent play um, with what we're doing with Cornet and stuff like that as well. Cornet. But we yeah, had five amazing. episodes that went through, like, first of all, the epiphany that you had and studying these gurus yeah. went through... Um, one thing that you saw is they all had a, a really good plan. Then with their plan, they had a strategy. Then with their strategy, they had systems to make that happen. And then with those systems, they then built the right team around them. Um, but, yeah, why don't you just give us a little summary in your own words about what, I guess, what's a real gold within that series and why people should go have a listen. Yeah, I think one of the mistakes that a lot of entrepreneurs that are new into e-commerce do is they listen to someone else who tells them just build a website and people will come and you'll get rich. <laughs> and that's bullshit. bullshit. If only that was, it, it was that <laughs> easy, eh? Bullshit. <laughs> did, bullshit. You try, did you try it, um, Travis? <laughs> <laughs> I've made many mistakes. Including that one. And I, yeah, and you, what I learned from the e-commerce gurus is you need a system. And the system is composed of three parts. Um, and the front end is traffic. Traffic means it's a fancy way of saying getting 
potential customers to come into your store. Mm-hmm. In the middle part, you need a store or website, um, but it needs to convert people into sales. So there's a way that you do that. And then when people leave, how do you get them to come back into your store purchase game? And that's through an, a software app or a tool called an autoresponder. So you need those three parts mm. to the system. They all work together. Um, yeah, and that's that's a very high-level view on the system. But, yeah. you know, if you want to hear more, go back and listen to the episode. Yeah, definitely. We'll chuck a, um, we'll chuck a link down below. Or um, if you're already listening to this on Ngahiri Talks, just scroll back a bit and you'll find them. You'll see our beautiful faces there smiling at you. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> Travis, is it? Uh, I'm sure you were supposed to be an actor. Sure yeah, 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 yeah. Then I fell into entrepreneurship. Fallon, <laughs> or whatever. Um, so, so that was a couple of years ago. So, what's been happening since then? Wow, you know, um, probably Kahal. You know, that's become my latest obsession. Kahal mm. is an e-commerce training program um, for Indigenous, by Indigenous. Uh, it's about growing disposable household incomes for people that are suffering from inequality, mm. uh, inequality in education, justice, housing, social development, wealth, wealth health. Um, and, yeah, we teach Indigenous how to build an e-commerce system. They build the system and then they launch it uh, and then they make money. Yeah. And I've been doing that. That's, that's you know, between the gap, been doing that, but, you know, growing it, we've been growing so quickly from where we were into internationals. We're in 18 countries in one year. Damn. So, so yeah, you have Indigenous really people fun. from all over the world jumping on Kaha. All over the world. All right. All so how many students have yeah. you had through so far? Uh, it could be a sense of scale of size. Last year we had about 2,608 apply for more information you know, to join, and of those, 260 got scholarships. Yeah. And of the 260 that's got scholarships, um, 132 e-commerce systems got launched, and of those 132 scholars, um, stores that got launched, they generated, I've got numbers here somewhere, they generated in 18 weeks, $644,598.50 in their community. Yeah, yeah that's bro. awesome. That's awesome, That's, right? that's really good for 18 weeks, you know, yeah. so most of the training programs you'd go and you'd learn the knowledge, but they wouldn't help you to build it. Mm. Yeah, and that's a big difference between us because of our social mission. We actually support you, build it, launch it, and you earn money. Yeah. same time so it's really compressed but in saying that it's not a program it's not an easy program you need a lot of effort mm. to you know achieve the goal yeah so 18 weeks it's, eh? It's yeah do you have to I mean yeah, it sounds 18 weeks and you is it like full time no 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 it's part time so it's part time yeah I can give you what it looks like so um we created it so that fits in with like your busy mum and you've got kids in that oh, work or a shift worker or something. Mm. So you could use it as, to help you with your side hustle um, part-time. You need about 10 hours per week to do it. And the way, one week, what one looks, looks like, you jump on your laptop, you log into our learning platform, which is like a website. There's video content, there's written content. You take the lessons, you apply the lessons in your business. 
um, anything that you don't understand, any jargon or concepts you write down. And then you every week, once a week, you meet with 25 of your peers, Indigenous people from all around the world, mm. that are just like you, trying to achieve the same goal. And we meet together with a business leader. That's helping you to peer group learn, so help each other up in the Indigenous way. We're all helping each other. Choice. And you meet once a week. And then on Sundays, we have a two-hour session. And the first hour is a game show. So you gamify it. And it's where you go with your 20, group of 25 and you compete against 10 other groups of 25. Mm. And it's like a TV game show. And you've got all the quiz questions. And you're, you're answering them as a group. You put forward your group's answer and you get points for it. Yeah, That's yeah. the first hour. And then the last hour is um, belief changers. So a belief changer is someone who is just like you, coming from humble beginnings and through their own efforts overcome adversity, both personal and business adversities, to achieve a seven-figure e-commerce business. They come from First Nations Canada, First Nations Australia, First Nations America, Papua New Guinea, New Zealand, <laughs> you know, all around the world so, to come and share their knowledge. <clears throat> That's one week. Yeah. Times there by twelve weeks. Yeah, so twelve weeks of that. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Cool. Um, how much does it cost? That sounds that sounds like a main course. Yeah, it sounds expensive. So though. it's free. It's it's actually because of our social model. Our uh, model is to improve the lives of ten million Indigenous people. Yeah. So what we do is we go out and raise funding from um, either government or philanthropists and who want to support Indigenous. Mm. We take that funding and we give it away as scholarships education scholarships yeah. and that's that's how it's free but free doesn't mean that you don't have to put effort into it to get one because they're valuable yeah um you know you have to do some some stuff to prove that you're willing to put effort in oh awesome and so it's good for people that want to start one that they haven't started yet is that right it's a range so we have a range of people yes there's some so we had someone like Athena. Athena came on she had no business background. She was a cultural practitioner. Um, so she does the um, uh, tukutuku toy kits. And so she had no background. And uh, she came on and she had this product of giving away these kits for um, kids or people to learn, our cultural practitioners. And, yeah, she learned about e-commerce, set it all up, launched it, and, wow, she achieved six figures. Mm. You know, so... That's an example of one student versus another student, which is like Nicola Takiri, who is a contemporary Māori kākahu or clothing designer and, and jewellery. And so Nicola came on, she already had an existing business. She had a website, but then she learned about the e-commerce system, built all that out, and um, you know, and then she grew to seven figures uh, Wow, that's mean. So yeah, yeah. That's, so you got both ends. So you got both ends. Yeah. yeah. So wherever you're at in your journey, right, you can jump on. Um, oh, what was I going to say yeah. after that? I mean, it sounds pretty mean, bro. Like, is there? I you've got one coming up, right? You got a new one coming up soon, or is it already kicked off? Yeah, it's kicked off. So we're in recruiting phase right now, yeah. and we've got different Indigenous nations coming along. To we do a one-hour free workshop up front mm. where they learn about the 20 secrets of 24 e-commerce gurus and then they learn about the program and then they can apply. We didn't do this last year, but this is an important thing because it just helps people to understand before they get into it mm. what's required and what they get for it and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, that's 
started and we have on average between 50 to 100 per week yeah. um, going to, to that indigenous from everywhere around the world. Yeah. yeah, going through and then of those, a number convert into wanting to, to go for scholarships. Yeah, awesome. That sounds real cool, man. We, um, so I, I heard you mention something about how you did some Indigenous e-commerce awards. Was that yeah, part of Kahal yeah, the, as well? Well, kind of. It, it came from Kahal. So yeah. we noticed that a lot of, as we're going through, a lot of our students were you know, pouring the love and heart and effort into creating e-commerce and learning e-commerce. And then we noticed that there's no one really celebrating. You know, out of mainstream media, it's easy to bag Indigenous people. Yeah. Um, and that's what happens. They pick on the 1% of us and then mm. amplify that story rather than celebrating the 99% of us that are doing good. Yeah. And so we decided we're going to do something about that and we sure. decided we'll create an Indigenous e-commerce awards. We went around with a hat up to different people and organisations where they put some money in for prizes um, and we generated, I don't know, got about 130000 and we gave those away to prize holders and the sort of awards, they capture different things but um, we have a four-figure award so that's $1,000 or more you've generated by e-commerce with five-figure, that's 10000 or more. We have a six-figure and we have a seven-figure and of those, awesome, that's like right? seven figures, yeah. Three, three students have reached the seven figures. It's wow. pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Millionaires, eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess yeah. it's yeah. It's not, not that straightforward, eh? But <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like easy to hear that, but it's not a magic bullet for people that don't want to put effort in. Yeah. You know, so you're like saying if you do kahal, you're going to be a millionaire. Bro. That's what you're saying, eh? Yeah, that no, should be your tagline. No, no I'm not. <laughs> That's pretty me, bro. How how are you finding it like mixing lots of indigenous peoples from around the world? Is that is that hard or is that so empowering? Cool. No, nah, it's so it's empowering. It's so cool. Yeah. It's so cool. You know, as indigenous we can relate to each other because they have had similar and worse um, mm. atrocities happened to their culture. Um, basically, they were colonised like us by the English or you know, Dutch or French or Spanish or, mm-hmm. and um, the European powers. And several generations later, they've got similar outcomes, mm. one, which are, we are at the bottom of most wellbeing statistics for most countries, mm. um, Indigenous people, and in many areas, not just one year, housing, education, and so forth. And so when you get together with the students and you're hearing their context and their stories, and you're going, ah, it's just like us. You know, like you, you relate and you connect. There's so much, so many things that are the same rather than different between us. Yeah. More so than non-Indigenous in our own country. So you just create this amazing bond. And today, like some of the students in those groups, three years later, are um, catching up with each other, supporting each other still. Still. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's amazing. I yeah. do. I, I do love connecting with people from other countries too, especially Indigenous people. It's just nice to have that. I don't know, different worldview, but same, like same but different, because they're obviously in a different country. It's nice to know that there's like when you travel, there's like people from there that you can hang out with, that can show you around, show you what it's really like, and then even in business, the more connections we make over the overseas, the 
the more opportunities I guess you can see, right, and see how far you can expand or what it might look like in another country. Yeah. I mean, it's been um, – I know you would have seen it. Maybe it's your because of, of Kahao as well, but just the amazing growth and the amount of Māori-owned businesses, um, and especially some of these yeah. smaller, like, e-commerce startups and stuff like that that have been coming through in the past couple of years, um, partially through COVID and, and stuff like that. But, yeah, I mean – what a what do you what do you reckon it is that's so attractive to our people to be doing business this way? Um, I don't know. I think naturally Maori and particularly Wahine Maori, uh, Maori women, are more entrepreneurial than many other people, mm. and I think that that is comes from you know like. I don't know, it's maybe it's in the genes or something. Anyway, we're great at spotting opportunities. Um, and I think that's a key driver. Like we see in Kahal, of those that are successful, 80% are wahine. Mm. So it's, it's heavily skewed towards wahine yeah. <laughs> women yeah. entrepreneurs. Hey, yeah. It's amazing stat. And it's, yeah. that's across all indigenous nations. Yeah, that's mean. I and so, yeah, you know, I think there's something about wahine Yes, great entrepreneurs. Yeah. We can multitask, can manage manage distress, manage the yeah. adversity, just used to it, right? Um, but I, yeah. I, I say this often, I firmly believe that Indigenous women are the ones that will solve some of our big, our world's biggest challenges. There's just something about Indigenous women here. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. See things differently. Yeah, I agree. Think I agree. differently I and willing to do the work and make the sacrifices mm. that need to be made. But yeah, I mean, what are what yeah, have you been yeah. seeing like as far as e-commerce goes? Like, I I think for you, right, you you got in quite early into the drop shipping style with um, Amazon and stuff yeah, like lots. that. What are you? Yeah, like what are you seeing now? Like relevant for today, maybe for people that are in the e-commerce and want to get into it. What are some of the trends and stuff um, that you're seeing? Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, a big thing is called a strategy that a lot of the twenty-four e-commerce gurus and more are doing. It's called omnipresent, and omnipresent means that if you create one content like this piece of content we're creating now, this podcast series, and then what they do is they repurpose it, they chop it up into make it into many different pieces of content. So they'll take one piece of content and make it into 20 pieces of content. Mm. So they'll chop small bits out of it and then use that in TikTok for TikTok shorts and then YouTube shorts, and then they'll use it for Instagram stories and then Facebook stories. It's, just, it's come from one piece of content, yeah. but it's, they chop the best bits out and repurpose it. And that is really good. That's a great strategy to get people to know who you are and then to attract traffic back into your store. Mm. So that's a big thing that's going on now, particularly with um, the rise of TikTok. TikTok, Facebook's become more expensive, and TikTok has recently changed. It's always been big, right? But there's a perception for a younger generation but that's evolving now. There's this trend that always happens with social media platforms where they evolve and they change. Mm. And one of the things that's happening now is all the older people are leaving sort of Facebook and moving into um, TikTok. And so this is normally happens this way and then now we, the advertisers will start to come in. And that's the way, that's where it's right at right right now. Mm. And... Therefore, people have content that are on Instagram, on YouTube, on um, other uh, uh, social media um, platforms are now repurposing all that content to fit TikTok. So that's that's a big big opportunity now for those that are getting into it. Yeah. 
yeah. is get your space into TikTok and start creating content. And what does that look like? It's just simple education videos. Educate people. That's your key. Yeah, mean. What about if um, you're, so that's, um, that's the big thing. What about if you're fucking if you're too shy to get on social media or you're just not creative? I hear that all the time. Uh, like, is your business going to be all right without it? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, because I think one of the most important reasons why people buy is they're not just buying a product. Mm. They're buying, you know, a relationship and a connection with you. And so in Pahal, for example, you, we get students to do that every week as they post videos up and they, they explain, this is what I learned this week on their social media. And it's partly we do that so that they get comfortable with talking on camera. And it was hard for me at the start when I was talking to the cameras, like, so odd. You know. um, Selfies. You're, you're talking about, yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, yeah. Anyway, you get comfortable with it. And, and the key thing is, once you get to that level of comfort, I think you do need it in the um, business now. And you talk about your products and you educate people about your product or your service and, you know, why they should choose you over anyone else. Yeah. And then people sort of resonate with you. And it's about being authentic. I think that's one of the barriers that I've heard from our students is they they believe that they've got to be something that they're not and it's not true. You can be mm. yourself, you can swear, it's better to be yourself and authentically you. That's the key because that's what people are interested in. And that attracts the right people who like you for who you are. Mm. And then that's a key reason they'll purchase your product. Yeah, awesome, bro. That's so yeah. good. I feel like people are going to get heaps of value just off this little tidbit, right? Um, but you were going to say some yeah. other things. You said one trend you're seeing is the omnipresent content. What else? TikTok matures. Yeah. So TikTok's a good place to, to now get in if you're early in whatever your niche is mm. and start building out. That, that'll be the next you know, yeah. like sort of Instagram and Facebook and stuff. Everyone um, is saying that everywhere. TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. You have to, eh? It's just like, it's not even like yeah, um, yeah. optional anymore. It's, it's an opportunity. Like get over yeah. it and get in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a big thing we're seeing with a lot of the gurus that we studied are, are knowledge is a commodity and implementation support is the goal. Mm. So they give away all their knowledge in the, in the front end and then they get paid for implementation support, mm. support you implementing the knowledge. And you see this example, like, um, I say to our students, like, if you want to learn anything, just there's this magic box, and you can, in the magic box, you can write whatever question you want, and up pops the answer. <laughs> you know, how amazing is that? How amazing is that? Do you want to, do you want to know what the magic box is? And they, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is and I it? say, well, starts with G. G, give me a clue. It starts with G, it's called Google. Put Google, <laughs> so Uncle Google or Auntie YouTube, yeah. put in the search box, whatever question, how to, for example, and up pops the answer. So that means whatever question I've got, you can do that and the answer will appear. And then, you know, now it's about, cool, now I've got the knowledge and now I've got the answer, how do I implement it? Yeah. And that's what a lot of the gurus, so that's a big thing. Knowledge is a commodity now. Um, the other thing that's really coming present is artificial intelligence. Mm. So artificial intelligence is, is big and is coming on so fast. Like, for example, ad writing, you can get, use artificial intelligence to write your ad for you. Um, you can use artificial intelligence to support your decision making. You can use artificial intelligence to 
go and find you potential leads mm-hmm. and customers. Like there's just so many areas um, use artificial intelligence uh, to help ordering the right numbers of stock. And mm-hmm. so it calculates how many stock levels you've got, how much you've been purchased, uh, your trends over the past, how long shipping takes, how long manufacturing takes, calculates all that and tells you you need this many units for this long in the current environment. That's like and a modern day super flash um, petrol light, eh? <laughs> <laughs> it's a tri recorder, bro. It's one of Star Trek. Star Trek. Flip the tri recorder. Yeah. Mean, right? Yeah. Any, anything else? I feel like you're on a roll. Nah, Keep oh, spilling there's, that there's, gold. There's, there's, there's lots. Uh, I guess the other thing for um, anyone that's in business is measuring the right things. Those, our students that have gone on to six figures and seven figures, what are they doing that's differently to others? They're measuring the right things. In a store, e-commerce store, you can measure 300 different things. Mm. Rather than 300, what are the top five things that you should measure and should be yeah, trying nice. to improve? Yeah. Um, so those are leads or customer acquisition costs, conversion, so that's how much you spend to acquire a customer to get a lead yeah. come into your store. Conversion, so once the customer's in your store, how much does it cost me to convert that person? Um, once you convert them as average order value, so how much they purchase when they're there and put in the shopping basket. Yeah. Once they get average water value, what's the profitability of my sales, so my margin? So how do I increase my margin? That's the cost of producing a product yeah. and therefore how much I sell it for and the difference in between. That's called the profit margin. And then the last thing is lifetime value of the customer, which is how many times they come back and purchase off you in one year. Yeah. And so great businesses want people to purchase off them more than once per year. Yeah, so those are the key metrics yeah, out, out of all of them that the, all those gurus use. Yeah. They're highly focused on those. Yeah. And then I guess my last like little question, just to bring some tips out for the whanau that are listening, um, what's your like opinion on the best um, like e-commerce platform to use? Cornet. That's not what I was going for at all. I was more like Shopify, Shopify works, Squarespace, oh, oh, like, big commerce. No, no, like, Shopify, Shopify. We're, we're fans of Shopify. And the reason why we're fans of Shopify is not just because they support us, but they are easy to use. They are the number one e-commerce platform globally. So, um, they are so geared, they're fast. So one of the things that is important to conversion, i.e. converting someone to sale, is how fast your site leads, um, mm. loads. And Shopify have lightning fast templates, and it does make a big difference to conversion. Um, yeah, they're so focused on built for small businesses, whereas other platforms have other strengths, but Shopify for e-commerce, mm. that's, that's the goal. Yeah, that's our focus. And and what we find is with students that come on the program, they have other sites and we welcome them on on other platforms, WooCommerce, um, Squarespace, Wix and other things. They come on, Mm. it's all good. And then they sort of discover Shopify, (coughs) how easy it is to use. And then they end up converting. And how it just has everything. eh? They just do it. They've just got everything. Yeah, yeah. it's easy. It's well, it's intuitive. Like for example, Looking at your metrics, many of the other stores don't pop up all your key metrics, right? Mm. Your conversion percentage and all that. The Shopify, you just push a button and it sucks all the data out and gives you the metrics. Yeah, which like, date would you like? 
Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. how about um, how about social shops like Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that? <laughs> yeah, um, the data I've seen from our students is they have small amounts of conversion there. Mm. So I don't think that's when people on social media generally they're not going to purchase shopping. Yeah. You know, that's not a shopping, they're there for entertainment or connection with their friends and family. So I think it's part of the story, but that's not the way that the data is showing that it's working um, or where most of the sales are coming from. So, for example, our top student, predominantly 90 or maybe 85% of his revenues come from his um, Shopify store mm. versus his Facebook shop versus his Instagram shop. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. the sort of trend that we're seeing it's more geared towards that i think you use social media to position your um your information to educate your audience and to get them off there to come into your ecosystem yeah and i know i know in aotearoa anyway anyway i don't know if it's different in the states or whatever but they can't actually purchase through facebook or instagram anyway they just send you through to your store to your Shopify store, yeah. so you'll see the yeah. product on there. So it can be good yeah. to catch attention and drive traffic across, but the sale still happens, the transaction still happens in, in your Shopify or whatever, wherever you're sending them, mm-hmm. eh? Yeah. But also, bro, I think there's, like, I think that was a beautiful little, like, snack, a little, like, insight into what Kahal has to offer and obviously the incredible gold mine that is your your mind and your brain and all the learning that you've done. So appreciate the corridor today, bro. And um, I think if anyone's keen on reaching out for Kaha, where they go, how do they find you? Uh, the easiest way is to go to YouTube or Google and put the word Indigenous e-commerce. Yeah, Indigenous e-commerce, and it'll take you to our content. We're number one globally for Indigenous e-commerce. You're such yeah. a show off. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it, man. Travis is Lots the man. Lots of effort, eh? Yeah. Lots of effort. Yeah. That didn't come by. It was gifted to me. Yeah. And he's only been doing it for 20 years. It's all good fun. I don't, don't worry. But <laughs> thanks so much, Travis. Travis is a real wealth of knowledge and a taonga for us um, in the business community. So big mahi to you, bro. Um, if you're in this space and you're thinking about building into e-commerce, definitely um, jump into Kahal and then – like um, Travis said, when you're ready, come jump on Kornay as well. That'll be mean. Yeah. Kornay.com.au yeah. if you're an Aussie or Kornay.nz if you're an Aotearoa. But Nga Mahi Hoa, I think you got a bit of a sign-off for us, have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the kahao, um, this is the kahao goodbye. So this is the running joke. And all the students now do it, eh? See that? That's a common manual. You're going to give us the kahao goodbye. It's the kahao goodbye. It's, it's so a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, bro. Thank you for joining you us, eh? Catch you next time.